Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, you gotta click it. And we are live. Okay. Now I say, got it? Yeah, got it. It's on. How many, how many of these are we done? I still can't get myself on. Ah, I'm so like, because I've, I've done so many where like I turn off the screen. I've done that with Dr. Paul where next thing you know, like he's gone and people are just sitting there like, hello. So I'm a nervous Nelly about it. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've got my I got my drink of choice. It's Pedialyte. <laughs> wow, you're really living on the edge, girl. I almost poured myself a margarita, but I have a matcha. I almost did though, almost. Maybe for the next <laughs> round. I don't know. Four o'clock. It just feels a little early, you know. Well, g- give it a few weeks, and when it's summer, four o'clock is just going to seem like the perfect time to pour a cocktail. Um, yeah. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you have your tea or your drink of choice, whatever that might be. I really apologize about not being able to come on Tuesday. I wanted to. I just I'd had a bit of a setback in how I was feeling, and I didn't. I just felt I wasn't going to bring the kind of energy that this conversation really deserves. Um, so I'm excited about this today. I'm excited to talk to Cindy. She got such a great story. Um, before we do, let's break down where the group is at. How How's the group doing? What's the vibe? What's going on? I think everyone's doing really well. I think that people are really starting to see the scale move, you know, off of the heels of downsizing. Yeah. I think that it's really exciting to see. I've, I actually was answering the group today because um, just how staffing worked out and I ended up just getting in and I love that part. I've t- I yeah. tell you that every time I'm in the group, I'm like, oh yeah, I was in my group in my happy place today. I know I get um, in there too. I've been in there too answering questions. So I was like, what are you doing? I'm just like, <laughs> Like we have nothing else to do, eh? We're like, hey, how are you, right? But I love it. Like that's the roots, right? Like that's you too. It's the roots. So it's like you always have to go back to those roots. Yeah. But it was really nice to see um, people really addressing their, uh, like the fact that they're full faster. This round of maximizing and getting back to satisfaction. I think that that's the earliest we've gotten this big of a response in that way, um, like this group specifically. So I really think people are, are leveling up. I think that troubleshooting, like I told you before we went on air, I mean, it even called me out. I was like, oh, I better get my supplements from my, uh, my drawer, you know? Well, who did that? Ashley, did, did Ashley do the revamp of that whole post? And Ashley, uh, Kim. Kim, what like with all the extra posts and comments on there about all the different things you can check off. That was a game changer. Yes, Megan. I'm sorry. Oh Megan. yeah, Megan. So not actually, not Kim. It was Megan. Yes. Sorry, Megan. Megan um, did the troubleshooting checklist, which is amazing because then you can actually itemize exactly what you're missing, which which yeah. was great. I mean, we have this troubleshooting checklist in so many different forms. So yeah. we are already discussing. We're going to put it into a big, you know, spot so everybody has access to all. Yeah, of Yeah, we're going to make it its own guide so you guys can easily find it. But yeah. But it'll be really nice because everybody has a different way of, you know, resonating with that post, you know, like maybe it's just reading it and they resonate. Maybe they need the checklist. Maybe they need like the marking. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to like take any of that away. You know what I mean? I, I, 
So here's all the things, you know, here's all the ways to level up and hopefully you find your way. And I really think that that's been making a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when we, when we originally had, it didn't have all those little points and all the different ways that you could level up. It just sort of had one big header and a couple of things. And that's where I would go on and then talk about all the different things. But I think to have it, even though I was reading through it, I'm like, man, this shit is good. There's some good stuff in here. Yeah. I just think it's so exciting because there's just always something that you can do. And so many people are wondering, what else can I do? Or, you know, we get some people still frustrated about the scale. Like, you know, are you legit doing all of the things, you know, rather than wondering like, am I, well, now you're going to know, head over to that troubleshooting post, you know, it's like all over there, right in your face, like mark them off, highlight them and be really stinking honest about it. Yes. And you know what? The thing is too, is that, um, I do want to address one specific thing that I've noticed as a theme in the group as well, okay. is that there's a lot of people who are, are doing that only five pounds, only four pounds, only yeah. seven pounds thing. Yeah. I want to just do a, a general shout out to those people to let them know that only five, only three, only seven, minus it being big pounds of butter, yeah. which you've already talked about, but it also is, you know, so like if your body is willing to lose that four pounds, that five pounds, that seven pounds, yeah. like the fun stuff happens. I always say this, the magic happens at the end. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. like if your body's willing to let go of that little bit of weight, even yeah. though you think it's so little, which honestly it's, it's pretty big when you actually stack the butter and it adds um, up, it adds it, up. It really does. And, uh, and so you just need to look at it in the fact that at least your body is, is, is working on that. Like it, it is, it is willing to let it go. It might take time. It might fight for it back or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, yeah. Like, I just want them to be aware that like they're, they're on the road. They're on the road, you know? Also that's on par with one to two pounds per week. Like yeah. that's on par with like, you know, like rational weight loss. And I think a lot of times people forget that people come in different shapes and sizes. And a lot of the people who have a lot of weight to lose are the ones losing those big numbers quickly because they have a lot of weight to lose. And people forget about that. Not everyone is here for five, 10, 20, 30 pounds. Some people are here for a couple hundred pounds at the end of the day, you know? So, yes. And yeah. I was a very small incremental loser. Honestly, mm. it was like every day it was like down 0.1. And then the next day it was like up 0.2. And then it was like down 0.3. And then it was up 0.1. And it was like so frustrating. But at the end, at the end of that first round, I lost almost 50 pounds. Yeah. And it was all these small increments. And, and I didn't lose until week five. So it was yeah. like, a huge, you know what I mean? Like a huge difference. And that's why I always say the magic happens at the end, because if you stay consistent, you stay motivated and you, you keep that like real, you know, focus on that. Why it will, it will don't let it, you know, taper off, you know, keep, keep going. I think a lot of people are just jaded, especially if they're new, because in dieting, when, you know, you get that initial payoff in the beginning always. And then when you hit that plateaus and, and you feel like it's a fight as you go, as opposed to this process where you even more in tune, your body wants the weight gone. Like you're helping your body get healthier. It's the opposite. It's easier as we go. What were your plateaus? Like, what did you have short ones, long ones? What were your plateaus? Like, uh, I had long ones, very long ones. It was, I mean, I've been doing this for, for a little bit. Right. Yeah. So I've had a lot of plateaus. I feel like if I didn't have those plateaus, I wouldn't have been changed. I wouldn't have changed the way that I have so drastically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean the whole last round I would have, I mean, I didn't dig deep, right. I didn't dig deep. So I have to, I have to take that away as not a plateau. It was me not digging 
deep or maybe going through the mindfulness part of it last round. Yeah. Um, that was a big deal for me trying to find that calm because I was still really, I was still really berating myself. I was still kind of shoving the food in my face when I was indulging, you know what I mean? I really didn't touch on that. So I, I gave that last round to mindfulness for me. I, I can was, I just stop you there? And I love that because I think people really need to understand it's such a big part of the journey. The physical part is one thing, but the whole mental part, it's a whole other thing. And it's such a huge thing that factors into finally and forever, you know? So Oh, like yeah. it's just, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to, but no, yeah. no, it's so true. It has to be whole or else it's not going to be finally and forever. Because if you're, if you lose the weight and then you're still shoving the food in your face, you know what I mean? When you have a moment to indulge, yeah. then I mean, that weight is eventually going to come off if you go back to your old habits. So you yeah. have to kind of not break those old habits, but just understand and appreciate and find that mind body connection with your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But plateau wise, honestly, I would go sometimes two weeks, sometimes three week plateaus, long plateaus. I mean, nothing like seven weeks, eight weeks. I mean, yeah. Sarah, I think Sarah V just got off of a seven week or something crazy uh, plateau. But I, she I also know. lost, she also has lost like over a hundred pounds, you know, at yeah. some point you're going to have that long ass plateau where your body's like, yo, we need a minute. Like we need a minute. And then that makes your new weight, your new norm. And I don't think people really understand how important that is. And you, you want plateaus, you need plateaus. I wonder if there's a correlation between like the small incremental losers with the plateaus because I didn't have massive plateaus. I mean, two to three weeks for me felt massive. Don't get me wrong, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I didn't have those like seven, 11 week plateaus that people talk about, but I was a small incremental loser. But I always hear about people who lose in big chunks, you know, like three pounds, four pounds, they stepped on the scale. Wow. You know, by the end of the week, they're down four pounds. I never yeah. really had that. I wonder yeah. if those are the people who are getting those longer plateaus. I think it is. I think it's equal and opposite reaction. If you yeah. drop in bits, you get shorter plateaus, you drop in bigger chunks, you get longer plateaus. And then there's some people who do just like first program, especially Drop and 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 drop. Like we've had people lose 60 pounds, 70 pounds, 80 pounds. What's the most? What is it? 80, 82. We had someone lose 82 pounds. Like obviously divide that by 90 days, 91 days. They're pretty much dropping every day. So then it would make sense in your next program, your body's going to need some serious plateau time, right? Some serious plateau time. So I think there is a correlation between that equal and opposite reaction. I do. I do feel that way. Oh, and, and I, we could and do I some science and some research on it <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, but I, I imagine, right. I, no. I really do believe that that must be it. Right. Because I don't know. It's just, you know, I don't know. It takes some time for your body to actually make the change. Even if you're seeing, I said this the last tea time, even if you're seeing the scale moving, that doesn't necessarily mean that your, your body's changing, but then vice versa, yeah. you know, just, just because you're not seeing those, that weight moving doesn't mean that you're not making change physically. Yeah. Right? Your so body's always doing something. Yeah. We have to all appreciate that we're such individuals and yeah. we're really creating our own individual plan here. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah my journey is going to be different than your journey, than, you know, Cindy's journey, than everybody else's journey. So we need to respect that. And we need to respect our bodies and where, where they're at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and totally. all we really have like control over is our own actions, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's when that troubleshooting post comes up and that's when you keep revisiting it and like, Oh, I'm on a plateau. Or also that's when you show up, like your scales moving, like you always say, yeah. even if your scales up, you know, we, we're always, as VAs, we're always like, oh, you know, down, double down on that detox, you know, 
support your body and detox, drink the water, whatever. You should be doing that every day. You know, every day. You, should be, you should be doing that as if the scale is moving every single day, really pushing in. Because I, I do find that when I was going through my journey, I would go, uh, I was like detoxing, detoxing, detoxing. I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm like riding the wave. I'm getting the water in. I'm doing the leafy greens. I'm doing all that. And then the moment that the scale is back up, I'm like, oh, I could chill. And I like chill out. And I'm like, ah. What am I doing here? Like, why am I chilling out? You know what I mean? Like what I should be doing is keep going because then when I started implementing that, cause I heard that it resonated with me. I think it was even the last round there or the round uh, before that. It's like, as soon as the, the, the scale goes back up after detox, if you keep going, it's just going to keep going down. Yeah. And it's like a funny discovery for me, like, yes. for, you know, groups in, but I really did notice that, you know? Yeah. That's why I say show up like you're game time ready every day. You've set aside these three months, like show up, expect the scale to move, even though it's totally, it's totally not realistic for two, which reminds me on my shift report. How do we stop detox while we're going to events and we're doing stuff? I just, what? What are you here for? Jump into that detox, find the nearest bathroom and get going, girl. <laughs> <laughs> how do we stop detox? That's like saying to me, how do I stop losing weight because I have an event I'm going to? Like, what? Oh, yeah. ah, it's momentum. What? No, what? Oh my gosh. Ah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough because that, you know, you don't uh, want to It is tough. Detox. I get it. No, but no, it's not. It's not tough. Come on, have the detox. Don't miss the thing. The whole point is that we're making life changing change here. Like I get you have an event. I get you're going camping and maybe the bathrooms aren't like the most convenient, but like do what you got to do because this is life changing. This yeah. is going to be the rest of your life. This isn't yeah. just a, a trip. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I noticed and maybe I'm wrong and I just was hitting the, 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 the questions at the wrong time, but I found there wasn't as many people asking if they should go back and redo the downsizing again. Did you know I, I agree with you? Uh, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think that, you know, we set the precedence from the, or I mean, you set the precedence from the beginning where it was 91 days, you go back to where you need to be, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think the couple people, I mean, that I, I, I'm sure that there was way more than what I, you know, had exposure to, but yeah. the couple of people that I, I saw ask, it was more like, do I finished, you know, I went off the rails the day before downsizing. Do I go right back to downsizing? Oh, and that's yeah. when I would say, okay, yeah. like do, do a couple of days of maximizing and then jump into downsizing or whatever the yeah. case may be. But in yeah. general, no, I agree with you. People yeah. are like, they were all in. I feel like downsizing went so well last week. I think people really dug deep like this group. I'm telling you, yeah. Next level, next level. When it comes yeah. to stuff like that, I just feel like they're really working through it. You know? I just think, yeah. And I think each group over group over group, it is like each group, don't get me wrong. I love all the groups, but it does seem like they level up. And I think that people, I think as we've done so many groups, we have returning members and they're, they're informing their friends, their family. I don't know what it is, but it seems like each group is just next level and the conversations are next level and they're so on point, like, and also complex, my goodness. Like people really are digging deep with this process. Like, I agree with you that this group is, is completely next level. Can we talk about downsizing? Cause we're going to roll into downsizing next week. So what are your tips for people with that? Well, with downsizing, I would say dig deep. This is your last week, your last chance to really get in there. I mean, this isn't the best tweak. Don't get me wrong. There's tweaks coming down the pipeline that are still going to get that scale moving. Yeah. But this is the time to like really, you know, address those portions. Yeah. Um, I found that that was a really hard thing for me afterwards was like the portions, right? Like I really wish I kind of 
solidified that a little sooner, I think that I would have had a little bit like quick, quicker. I don't what do you know. mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean like, by that? So the first time downsizing, I told you, I used to like pack my little containers and stuff like that. But I, I feel that, you know, you need to, you need to like, oh, I, I totally lost my train of thought, Gina. Where am I going? <laughs> it's been a long week. Downsizing with the downsizing. You said be like all in with the, with the portions you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you want to, you want to address those portions. I mean, that's part of the whole finally and forever part of it. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is addressing those portions and seeing what's right for you. That's part of your, your, you know, end game of your own plan that you're going to be coming up with at the end of this. So right? your first round of downsizing, were you all in with it? You said you're packing your snacks. Were you hesitant? Were you all in? Did you I was all in, but I was hungry. I was confused. You know, I felt like I could have done a little bit better I really had to get I had to gain some understanding right because you go into the first round of downsizing and you're almost blind right yeah you're like you're like oh okay like I'm gonna cut my portions or like that's what you think you know and then you're like no 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 it's about how you feel it's about mm. how you you know what I mean it's not cutting your portions it's oh like, that just gives me shakes it makes me twitch when people say that I've cut my portions I'm like don't say cut but that's what you I think that. but that's diet dialogue right that's exactly what you think you're like oh okay I'm just gonna half my portions oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that like it was it wasn't as mindful as it should have been. I felt uh, like I did the downsizing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did yeah. do it and like it worked and everything was great, but I don't feel like I gave it that, that real thought and real, like asking you know, the questions part of it, which I told you even last round that like, this is where I had to concentrate it on, concentrate on it at the end of my journey rather than then when I wish, yeah. which I wish I did back then. Yeah. So then that way it would have been a lot easier to keep going into it. I, yeah, I feel like I would have been able to do this quicker. Like, I feel like I would have been able to kind of wrap my head around it faster. Because you know? I think it starts with the main, the mindfulness week. And a lot of people really don't take that seriously. And I, I wish I could have been here for that week because my number one takeaway is this is the week that people always circle back around as we progress in the program and say, oh my God, I'm realizing how important it is. Should I go back? Or we still have people now and I'm not presuming to know where they're at in the program, but what are the four questions? What are the four questions? Like how the heck do you make it to week five and not know the four questions? It's such an important part of the process is that being in tune to your body, right? Like we, you can't, it's downsizing isn't something and portions moving forward isn't something you can just cut and guess at and go by what you're looking at. Like it really goes against because what people who are new to the program don't realize, by the end of the program, we phase you off the food plan and have you eating totally in tune to your body's needs, right? So those four questions are so key. Like you have to just keep relentlessly asking them. And I know it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people really just drop the ball on it. They, they're just not into it, you know, asking those four questions every time. But that's how you strengthen your mind-body connection is by practicing bringing awareness to how you're responding to your portion so that eventually you won't have to ask it anymore like you won't you won't you won't have to ask like I can see my waiter coming with my food and I'll be like oh my god look at this ridiculously big portion it almost pisses me off when it's so big you know or like I'm like oh shit I or you're eating order. and you're like oh I know I shouldn't take any more bites but it's just so good or like whatever right like you know you know right away I feel the same way actually yeah. like and and that's the thing is like you know how in in diets or whatever you always have like a tool or whatever like you know you have to cut carbs or you have to yeah always doing something wackadoo times or whatever their the diets are or whatever like there's always a tool and I feel like that with this one it's the four mind questions yeah this I see what you're tool, saying yeah right yeah this is your tool this is your calories in calories out yeah you know I mean? 
And yes. the best part about it is that with these four mindfulness questions, unlike the calories in calories out, where you're going to have to continue that for the rest of your life, the four mindfulness questions, you're only going to do it for a short period of time until your body yes. connects with that, with your mind. Yeah. And then you don't have to do it again. It's you not like you're going to have to eat cheese and bacon for the rest of your life with keto or stop eating <laughs> at like a certain time with intermittent fasting, whatever, whatever yeah. the tool is, right. Whatever yes. the tweak is. Yeah. 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 This, this is our tweak. Yeah. And you know what I love about that? It's also strengthening your, your mind body connection, which is related to your intuition, which is like, it puts you in tune with everything across the board in life, not just what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, but what works for you, what doesn't work for you, situations wise, friend wise, relationship wise, like it really puts you in tune with everything. And a big part of that is just constantly keeping your energy directed at yourself and focusing on yourself, right? Like it's just, it's so much bigger than just four questions when it comes to portion. And it's really, it's really life habits and, and mind body connections that you're solidifying for life moving forward. It doesn't go away. It's giving you yourself that time, right? It's giving yourself that time while you're eating, you're giving yourself that time while doing this program, all that stuff. It's like you ignore yourself for so long. Like I was thinking about it today and I was almost thinking about like, you know, I, maybe I need to reevaluate my why. Maybe that's why my journey's kind of come into a halt, you know, like, Uh, maybe because I'm so close that I feel that confidence that I was looking for at the Mm. beginning. Maybe that's gone because I have that confidence now, even though I'm not where I want to be. Do, do you know you got to I mean? do the follow through and finish, girl. You got to hard. It, oh my God. I have worked with clients for years on this. They're like five weeks away, five pounds away from their goal, or our time's coming to the end, or they're just tired. They're like, I got this. I got this, man. And then I talk to them like months later, how'd you make out? Oh, I'm still working on that five pounds. I'm like, what? Come on. Because to me, you still, you're not there. And then you're still trying, not trying. And it's just like, just get it done. Get it freaking done. I know, Gina. And you know what? When I was telling this to my friend the other day, she was just like, listen, just lie. Just say you're on like in maintenance and call it a day. And I'm like, listen, I only go with honesty. And I'm I'm only going to say about all my bad things, all my struggle buses. Like, this is the thing that people are looking for, not like lies and saying that I'm in maintenance and I feel great. No, I am on that struggle bus. And I am that person who has that five minutes, that five pounds left, really six pounds still yeah, yeah. to leave, you know? And I'm, I don't know what it is. It's like, I really, and that's why I said, like during the troubleshooting post, you really called me out. I'm like doing my work, you're in the background. And I'm like, shit. I really got to do this again. You know, like I really got to reevaluate my why I've got to, you know, jump in back into the, the supplements. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. And I know that, and I know that, and I don't know what it is that's holding me back. And I really it, just need to reevaluate everything together. It's right? such an important message though. Cause here you are hugely successful, this massive transformation down like almost a hundred pounds. Like, honestly, like you've crushed it and people be like, you should be happy with that. But here's the thing that people don't realize um, five pounds or 50 pounds, you wake up with a fat day and you feel just as fat. That's the thing that will catch you off guard is you could lose a hundred pounds and you have a fat day for lack of a better word. And you feel just as fat as you felt with that hundred pounds. Like the feelings really are the same. And, and only you will know when you feel confident and comfortable in your body, when you get there, I used to have a lot of women. I worked at this gym who would come up and be like, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, like, I really want to work with you, but I only have like five pounds, seven pounds to lose. And, and I'm like, well, how long have you been trying to lose it and they'll be like oh my god for years 
like years trying to do this diet, that diet, losing, gaining. And it may not seem like much, but I'm just like, you are just as entitled to lose that, that five pounds as someone is to lose 50 or 150 pounds. It's all about how you feel when you wake up. And that voice inside your head that is like, oh my God, we feel bloated. We feel gross. We feel whatever. That ain't going away. That's your body saying, hey, yo, we could like feel a little bit better. And so I know there's so many people watching right now and be like, you've lost a hundred pounds. Like, what are you doing? You look amazing, but it's not for, it's not for anyone to say. I remember my neighbor, she did the program right after she had a baby and she lost 30 pounds and she's just a little petite little thing. And I saw her, I pulled up to my car because we haven't got to know each other because of the pandemic. <laughs> I moved into my neighborhood. I don't know anyone really. And um, she's like, she's like, oh, I'm going to do it again. And I was like, I almost said, what, why you look amazing. And I caught myself and I was like, Gina Livy, what are you doing? <laughs> And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm here for you. Let me know. Because I mean, I don't know what she looks like naked and her clothes she looks great. I don't know how she feels. I don't know any of it, you know? So, so I was like, you know, almost, I'm guilty of that too. Like you, why you look great. Like, cause I, you know, obviously I don't want people just like everyone else. I don't want people losing weight forever. I want them to get it done and move on, live their life, you know? So I was just like, but yeah, it's a, it's a thing, but you, that, that can plague you for weeks and months and years you still and then and then what happens is that then you think oh quick fix let me just quick fix it off and then it gets you back into that old diet mentality right like it's just and, the, and program fatigue is real how can you talk about that like how are you still going with program fatigue because it can I, be I think that there's a factor there for sure um it's been a it's been a little bit um but to be honest, like program fatigue. I mean, like, yeah, if you ask David, he, he eats the way that he eats. Like he, he personalizes the plan. He feels good doing it. And I, yeah. I feel good doing it too. Maybe I'm not pushing myself, like really, you know, pushing myself to the limits where I did, you know, when I had all that weight to lose at the beginning, yeah. but, yeah. but I mean, you're eating kind of like, no, you're there's no downside. Normal. Yeah. I yeah. like, <laughs> Like, I mean, this is good food and like you're, you're, I'm used, I mean, now I'm so used to eating this way. Like I, I'm used to personalizing the plan, right? Like what, what the end result is, right? Like, obviously I'm not used to eating six times a day and like all yeah. these and downsizing and, you know, feeding the metabolism and all these tweaks. But I mean, I am used to eating kind of like program foods and then indulging on when, when I need to, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know, program fatigue. No, not really. Are you know, personalizing the plan or are you following the plan right now? No, I'm following the plan right now. I'm, so I'm can trying I ask, to follow the plan. Okay, because I know we got to get Cindy on because we, we'll probably get her on. She'll have an amazing story and we'll stay on for hours because we can't yes. do that. But um, can you talk about your downsizing like six programs later and downsizing when it comes to your portions? Because I know so many people are like, my portions are already small. How do I downsize that? Like, how are you six six programs later downsizing? Can you talk on that? Um, yeah, I still ask myself my four mindfulness questions. That's what it is. Like, especially mm. when it's really only when it's downsizing, because yeah. that's, I'm so used to, I'm really, honestly, I feel very comfortable with the mindfulness part yeah. of it now, yeah. especially after the last round, like with the four questions and stuff like that. I mean, there's still times that I ask myself, there's still times that I almost like, uh, you know, overeat or something like that, where I'm like, Oh, you know, I really like missed the mark on that one or whatever, <laughs> but most of the time I'm pretty like solid when yeah. it comes to downsizing, that's when I do have to ask myself because yeah. I need to remember every step of the way when, like when I need to stop to be undersatisfied. It's harder for me. Like it's easy for me to know when I'm satisfied. That's that, that just comes normal. You know what I mean? Like that's just yeah. so second nature, but it's like that undersatisfied. Like it's such a small, cause it's really only a couple bites less yeah. than what you're satisfied. Right. So yeah. it, you can blow over that so quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. So I really, that's, that's, I have to do that, you know? And also you're so much healthier and your metabolism has got to be like nice and high and well-working. So, you know, I think people have this concept when you do program to program, your portions get smaller and smaller and smaller mm -hmm. and smaller. I mean, that's what that reset in the big, in the first four weeks is all about. And that's not necessarily the case because as you get healthier and you're healthier, your body's, your body's needs could also increase, which means that's why being in tune to your portions is having them going back for seconds on some days as it is leaving some on your plate other days, right? Because it's all about what they feel like and not about what they look like. And that's exactly it. One day I could be eating like teeny tiny amounts because I'm just really not that hungry. So yeah. satisfaction looks different on those days than yeah. on another day where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm ravenous. Every yeah. meal and snack that comes down the pipeline, I'm like, over serving myself, but I'm still staying at my satisfaction. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's really, you have to be, you have to be really in tune with the fact. No, you have to be aware of the fact that they can change every day. Yeah. I think that that's the thing. Like, uh, that's what you learn really and be quickly. open to that. Be open to that. You have to be open to that because I mean, different times of the month, different times that you're, oh, you know, good point. Yeah. There's, there's different, different things. There's different situations, you know, you, when you're really active, you know, I find myself eating a little bit more, you know, whatever. So so yeah, I don't know. You just have to be open to the fact that every day it can change and every, just like every program, it can change and every, you know, you're, you're always working on something, you know, down the pipeline. So yeah. yeah. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Love it. Love it. Okay, so we get Cindy on? Yeah. Yes. I want to say about the four mindfulness questions when you were talking about that. Yeah. It is. You really do get in tune with everything. It's not everything. just food. Like everything, so cool. everything, everything. It's a whole lesson in self-love and almost like grounding and being in the moment. And do you know what I mean? Like it's so many people go and buy all these books to learn how to do that. And it's, it's every day we're showing up and we're doing it and keeping our energy. There she is. Hello. Hi, Hi Cindy. Oh my gosh. I can't even believe I'm here. <laughs> I'm so happy. Well, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. Well, welcome. I'm Cindy, really it's so nice to see you in your chair. Oh, thank you. It's really nice. Don't stop. You'll make me cry. It's so nice to be here. I'm, I'm super apologetic for Tuesday. I just, I, I just wanted to make sure I knew you had this amazing story and we're related. I can't wait to talk about that. And I really yeah. wanted to just bring the energy that I knew this hello. deserved. So hello. Welcome. Hello. I have to tell you, I had a big smile when you talked about going over street in Lakefield today. <laughs> Over street, down the street. That's where everyone lives in Lakefield. I know it's it's a it's a Lakefield thing. I think it is I, a Lakefield thing. Yeah, yeah I, I would love to live there. I, I honestly would. I maybe, maybe I live close, but 
Yeah, well, you live in Peterborough. I lived in Peterborough for many years. Um, that's, you know, my my hometown is sort of family, but I was born and raised in, it, it's Lakefield, but I was born and raised in Peterborough. And then my mom and dad moved back to Lakefield and that's just, it's been home. I was always jealous. I used to go for uh, May 2 for a week. I was always in Lakefield for something, but um, okay, let's talk about this because Cindy did a, a program. I think it was your first program, second program that we found out about us being released. First, first sure. program. And yeah. then I posted, I think it must've been- November near- 11th. Yeah, it must have been. Uh, it must have been because my grandpa went to war with the there's seven of them, all brothers, and they all went to war and they all came back. And there's this whole memorial thing in Lakefield for them. And at the at the at the at the um, what's it Legion? called? The, the Legion. Legion. Yeah. Legion. And so I posted a photo. So I know we've been talking about it as a family. So how how was so that was my grandpa and so our grandfathers, was, our grandfathers are brothers, our we're grandfathers brothers. are brothers. Now, so your, 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 your grandfather must be older than my grandfather. He was, yeah. He was the oldest boy. Oh, cause there was like 11 of them. Wasn't there? 12 altogether, two girls and 10 boys. Okay. And your grandpa was, your grandpa was the oldest boy. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause my mom and I are always talking about it, trying to work it out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think, I think that's why my mom probably doesn't know your mom because yeah. my mom's 88 years old. So yeah. Did you ever go to the Graham golf memories? You used to do the Graham Wait, golf once. Yeah. Okay. We had Dixie Lee chicken. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> my favorite. Yeah. So we probably, maybe we crossed paths and we probably, met at point. Yeah. Oh, I love that so I much. Know. Okay. Okay. Now the mystery has been solved. Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> and when you posted that picture, cause I've posted that picture and I'm like, did she just like scoop this picture from somewhere? Because, because <laughs> story. that's my it. family. <laughs> and I didn't want you to think I was like, like, oh, I want to be friends with Gina. <laughs> I love it. What a great story. And now, and now you're part of our team. You're part of our team, which is, I thank you for that. And I thank all the VAs today for all their encouragement. Yeah. And and how are you enjoying it? How are you enjoying it? I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. It's my happy place. I think, you know, in my bio, it says nutrition. I wanted to be a nutritionist. So I'm back. It's like full circle. I'm (laughs) back where I wanted to be. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, you have quite the story. So let's get right yeah. into it. Um, so when did you, when did you, when did you have a weight, weight issue? When did you notice you had um, a weight issue? Well, like I'm, I said in my bio, I always felt I was overweight because my friends were super skinny. Yeah. I, I don't even think they weighed a hundred pounds. Yeah. So I felt I was big. And I remember, this is one thing I remember strongly when I was probably only six years old, being in a tap competition and having to get a dress made and the lady said to me oh my you have big arms oh yeah and so that's always but I don't really think I was over I don't think I was overweight but yeah but that stuff sticks to you I had someone once tell me my some drunk guy in passing be like look at her legs they're the size of tree trunks and man Mm -hmm. that shit I still can't let it go yeah well see I still remember that I still remember the house I can tell I could drive you to the house I was at but let's go throw eggs at that house (laughs) seriously I'm in no, I told, I had a guy tell me that I was pretty, but in the face. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. So like, our stories, our <laughs> moments. And I'm sure life. that lady was not being mean. I think she was doing my measurements and it was probably like, whoa, her arm's a lot bigger than 
Yeah. Another six-year-old. I mean, yes. Okay. Whatever. So, so yes. So, so then, and then, um, so then, and I swam, I, I swam, I was a lifeguard, blah, blah, blah. And then um, probably, well, it was probably when I first, our first child and I stopped counting. I don't know. I gained well over 60 pounds and I, when you were pregnant or afterward, like pregnant. Okay. And then lost barely anything after, but before I had our second child, I did lose. I, I got down to like 132 pounds, which I was happy with. And how'd you do that? How'd you do that? So there was a, um, there was a, at the hospital, there was a clinic and I, it was kind of a diabetic clinic. Mm. Um, and it, it was fairly good. Like it was fairly reason. It, I, it was reasonable. I understood it and it was, it was okay. It was okay. And, um, but it was low carb, right? Not low carb, no fat, Mm. no fat era. Yeah. That's one thing I remember from your bio. I think that low fat, no fat era just really just killed people's metabolism. It just really did a number on people, such a disservice to people. I think that's when, I think actually, if you look at obesity rates, that's where things really started to climb is after that whole low fat, no fat era. And the bigger plates, like you talk about the bigger portions, the bigger, um, all of that. So, so I think that was part of it. And, and then we were, we were extremely social. So we were going out every Friday night. Mm-hmm. We were entertaining on the weekend, um, drinking, you know, more like drinking Friday, Saturday, yeah, doing all that. So um, I gained, I can't remember, it's in my Bible, but I gained, but I also was walking, power walking, running, going to the gym. So it kind of evened out, but I did not lose anything. And uh, every Monday was going to be the day that I started to lose. And every yeah, that, that really resonated with me that every Monday, you know, for years and years, oh, and years, years, years yeah. I would be, and I would only weigh myself once I would weigh myself on Monday. Mm. So I'd be good all week, have a bad weekend. You should have weighed yourself on Fridays. Oh my gosh, uh, on Monday, I know. Looking to yeah, I should have clued into that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that, so it was every, I'd be so, I'd be so mad at myself and anyway, and then, um, so that went on for a long time and then I opened my own business and it was a huge stress. It was, it was 24 seven. It was 14 hours a day. And at the start of it, I was still coming home and doing books for my husband. So, yeah, so it was not, it was, it was hard and I wasn't drink I, I never really hydrated myself yeah. ever, but mm-hmm. it was worse then and we were eating takeout food and not eating and it's it just a huge stress a huge yeah. stress. so um and then so one of my customers can I, can I ask you did you equate the weight gain to stress at the time or is mm-hmm. it just really in reflecting now no and and to be honest um I mean I knew I was really obese but yeah. I, I had given up I had just given up and then the really a really bad point I think I was still working then at the shop and my grandson said oh man I drew a picture of you like y'all excited he was five and he brings me the picture and it's like this stick person and then and I started to cry because you're so involved with your and I was like oh my kids now is that how every and he was just he was drawing me how he saw me yeah, kids are really brutal. Yeah, honest. right. He wasn't being easy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think 
that's how everyone sees me. Like, that's how I, that's what I look like. Right. Yeah. And um, so anyway, that, I think that was, yeah, that was before. And then, um, so one of my customers who's a friend now, Barb, she's in the group. She came in, hi Barb. (laughs) Um, She came in the shop and that was during COVID. And um, I was like, wow, what have you done? Yeah. um, That's how I found you. And I knew right from the start that it was doable. I knew it was what, because I had sort of done keto, but I knew that was, that was not me at all. So. Yeah. And you did wait, you did wait, I did Weight Watchers on and off, never, never successfully. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was not, I would count and then it'd be the weekend and I'd be like, oh, I, I want more than one four ounce glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Silly. And, uh, so yeah, although I paid for Weight Watchers online for probably a year that I didn't use it. I yeah. Like, but um, yeah, and so when, and then that was September of 2020 and um, COVID for me was a good thing. So yeah, this is my, <laughs> this is my sixth group. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. you, I mean, you've, you've been very successful. How much have you lost? Well, I did, <laughs> I lost 72 pounds, but I was not I'm not I have not done well in maintenance so I'm I'm up probably 12 13 pounds from oh we'll have to talk about that okay so when you what what was your lowest low that you hit so I so okay so I I after my surgery yeah I went down to we got we got to talk about we got to rewind them because we got to go we got to talk about your surgery Okay. So you were doing the program, you you did well, because I just read in your bio, you lost 71 pounds, but it took you like 400 and something days. So obviously yeah. longer than a year to reach 70 yep. pounds. And that's, that's a conversation small, I want to have. Small increments like Anna, never, never a huge amount. Maybe yeah. once or twice, I might've lost four pounds maybe, but yeah. I was very much one to two pounds, um, very much that. Yeah. Um, and so- yeah. So then, so I was diagnosed with um, splenic marginal zone lymphoma way back in 2008. Okay. How did you, how did you get diagnosed? How did you know? No blood symptoms, test. nothing. Blood test. Just Random a, blood test. I went to women's college hospital for my <laughs> physicals and it showed up from a blood test from there. So nothing. So from 2008 until like 13 years, right? 12, right. 13 years, nothing. My, my white blood count was a little high, but I was a watt and weight, watt, weight and watch person. Okay. Um, but then, but then COVID happened and I couldn't go for my yearly visits. Mm. And um, so he, I go to Sunnybrook and he would always do the palpating tests and your spleen's supposed to be the size of your fist and it's under your left um, rib cage. Mm-hmm. And, but then I didn't go for how long, like year and a half, two years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then that, that was the time I was losing my weight. So I, I, as I really was really close to my goal, um, my stomach was getting bigger and I could, I just, I couldn't. And I remember asking one time saying, how is visceral fat? Like, does it hang around? Is that what is here? Like I, I couldn't get it. I didn't understand it. And um, so I started to pay more attention and my stomach was really, really hard. And it was not from a six pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you exercise at all while you were losing? Because I know people will ask. I didn't. Okay. But I, but I was a very much a walker and okay. an exerciser before. So, okay. but when I had the shop, absolutely not. I, mm-hmm. I was lucky to get home and go to bed. So, yeah. Um, so, 
so I, I then I went to my doctor and I could tell it was hard. I could tell. And then I started when I'd lie on my side, I could was, feel this huge hard ball. And I was like, that's not right. So yeah, she did that must have been stressful. You might would have been like, what the hell is happening? Because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I do nothing easy or simple. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> gangrenous <laughs> gallbladder like you know yeah um so um anyway she did an ultrasound and it was huge it it was below my iliac crest like wow. it covered my whole abdomen so when I went to the surgeon in Toronto he said to me um it's the size of a watermelon wow yeah it must so, have been like a pregnant belly with that it was well it's a, we well we named her Aline Despleen <laughs> <laughs> we know Aline Yep. <laughs> and um so yeah, but it was yeah. So uh he he got me in right as soon as he could. I I know I don't know. He didn't say he was really worried and I don't know what would have happened. Like I yeah. I don't know if they burst or if they I have no idea. I don't yeah. know. But um yeah. So he that was November and uh so after the after the surgery I I went down to 138 and because yeah, you lost 10 pounds. I lost 10 pounds. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not. It's very serious. Well, it, it well, it was, but yeah, it was, you know, when I, I was like, <laughs> my husband's like, don't you dare when we came home the, from the hospital, he goes, don't you get on that scale. You're gonna play. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm getting on the scale. That's the first thing I would do. I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose anything. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> the F word, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just all the drugs and all this stuff. Is, and it yeah, is. And I, I yeah. knew the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't really that upset. And that's why I weighed myself because I was like, well, I, I know it's not going to be right. But I just wonder if you still had that 72 pounds on you, if you would have oh. been so quick to find that. You know what yeah. I mean? I like, would, that's I, I well, how? I think eventually, so my, um, the day of my and because I hadn't had my blood work done I really didn't know where I don't I didn't have a reference for my white blood count mm. because I hadn't had it done for because of COVID and all that yeah like all that the day of my surgery my white blood count was like 92 oh, wow. or 88 might have been 88 yeah so can I just ask, like, were you losing weight up to that point? Because yeah. that would have been a lot of inflammation in your body with your weight blood cell count that, so high. That was my, I lost 26 pounds in that. No, no, I'd already lost all my weight. I lost 26 pounds my first group. I lost 21 pounds my second group. Yeah. My third group was, I think that's when all of this was really, really starting to act up so you're probably losing weight but then your spleen was growing right yeah, at the same time because i only lost well i didn't say only yeah. <laughs> lost <laughs> i lost 13 pounds the third group yeah so, yeah wow. because that would have been a lot of like your body would have been under major stress like and thank goodness you were as healthy as you well, were well even the surgery right like i yeah. i think like i have like a 14 inch scar from yeah. here to yeah yeah so I don't yeah he did the surgeon did say that he said you yeah you've done yourself a, a service to be as healthy as you are so wow yeah so and I got out of the I mean I was out of the hospital I stayed two nights in the hospital and that's it and I was home so yeah 
So what is life like without your spleen? Is there anything you need to be concerned about or do differently or any of those? Things? I had to get a, I had to get uh, a lot of vaccinations for like hepatitis. I have to get the flu shot. Yeah. Um, I was, I have got the flu shot the last couple of years, but I was never a big needle pert. Like I just didn't get it because yeah. I never got sick. And Are there medications that you need to take ongoing or anything like that? You just said, does it knock your immune system down? Is that why you need to no, make sure well, that you're... Well, that's why I have to have those. But I was just there on Friday and I asked him about the fourth COVID shot. Do I need it? And he told me, no. He mm -hmm. said, you're not, um, you're not, uh, you don't have symptoms and you're yeah. not having treatment. So, which surprised me, but yeah, that's what he said. So, um he, he said, no, it's fine. So other than, I mean, my white blood count is still high, but my hemoglobin and my platelets are fine. And that's what they look for. Okay. Um, so I think my white blood count has come down to like 42. So it, yeah. it, it's coming down. November. Yeah. Cause it, it takes time. It, it takes time for mm -hmm. your body to heal like months and months and months and months and yeah. months, even though you're able to go back to like normal life, it does take time for the body to heal. And, and even sometimes now I can feel the scar. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's weird. If the wrong clothes brush on it or. Yeah. So, af so after I lost my weight, um, after the surgery, then I really should have been in maintenance and I have been a bit of a failure on that. Why? Let's talk about that. What's going on? I, I think, I think it was delayed stress. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I put money on that. The stress <laughs> that your body was under while you're down. You got, you got a watermelon removed from your freaking gut. Yeah. I think yeah. it was, delayed. I think it was delayed stress. I think I, I kept it all in and I, I just dealt, that's me. I just deal with things. And that's my, that was in my weight journey. It's just do what you have to do, put your big girl pants on, get it done. And um, so I got the surgery and I, I don't know, turns, turns out that ripple chips and hell of a good dip. It's not a good supper. <laughs> no, but, but let's talk about this for a second because you did handle that so well. And, you know, you made light of it and, you know, look what's happening. And no doubt you saw like the goodness in it, the fact that you had been so healthy and that you had found this and all that, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a very traumatic experience no. for you and yeah. that your body is now trying to figure out how to function without a spleen. You know, yes. this is what we mean by missing organs and your gallbladder. So now and, your body doesn't have my a uterus. <laughs> so your body doesn't have a uterus. It doesn't have a gallbladder. And now it doesn't have a spleen. Girl, how are you still standing and walking around? <laughs> I, asked, I asked the surgeon, my lap, my appointment before the surgery, I was like, can you, can you put a zipper in there? And, just, <laughs> and he told me, he said, well, actually you have nothing left to take out. So, oh, God. but yeah. yeah, your body must be adjusting so much too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with the, with the, the stress for sure, but it's also your body just kind yeah. of figuring out how to work again. Right. I, and I think that's why, so my whole winter, my whole winter group was where I should have been in maintenance and I should have been following. And um, I, I didn't, I mean, yeah. I, I still was okay, but I certainly yeah. didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't. And we went away and, and I will say COVID was good for me. Being out of COVID now has been hard for me because now we are going out and now, now I'm having to learn to deal with that. Now I'm oh. having to learn to go to, 
a restaurant and yeah. not get the garlic bread where we wouldn't have it when we had COVID. We just eat at home, right? So that's when you're one of those people you lose and you don't, you don't really deal with those. You, you fall along perfectly. You get it done. And this is, I was just talking about this morning. At some point, you're going to have to deal with those things. That's why it's not all about being perfect. And I'm now I'm finding that that is my, I'm on the struggle bus for sure. It's mm. yeah. You know, it's like, we have to take something somewhere on Saturday and my husband like, well, why don't we make a reservation at the rest? And I'm like, no, I have to just like, we have to pull back a bit because we were very social and we went out a lot. So yeah, I resonate with like- that so, so much because even like I did the same programs as you did, right? Yeah. Like I did the same exact ones. I remember that conversation when you guys were talking about the family. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, who are these people? But, <laughs> but I do remember because I was part of it, but it was during COVID it, that we were really concentrating on ourselves. Whereas a lot of people were really like, grieving and going through a really hard time and it was really dark for them where we were kind of like losing and feeling good and like getting to where we want to be so now that we're going back out into the world we're almost dealing with those that that negative COVID connotation now almost I resonate with you so much I never even thought about it but I totally agree with you it's 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 been hard it's been hard Yeah. yeah Yeah. yeah, I was going to say it's way it's you can feel it's weighing on you. You, yeah. you can feel it. So I'm a week behind because then also we went and then we also went away in in, in the winter. We went to my my cousins in Florida and mm. I was really good for about three days. And then it, then, yeah, it all went bad. So you had the surgery. <laughs> then, of course, you had Christmas and then you yeah. went away. And so you really even haven't had a moment just to kind of let it all settle and deal and- and our daughter lives in the States. So we hadn't seen her for two and a half years during COVID, right? So she came home for Christmas, mm. which she, we hadn't seen her for two years for Christmas. So yeah. it, it, it just celebrations and great. And yeah, totally excuses, right? And they were good ones, but, but yeah, so that's where I'm, where I, why I'm where I am now. And, um, but I am a week behind I love downsizing. It is my absolute favorite week because I, I get it. I understand it. And I, and also when I'm downsizing, I pay attention to everything else. Yes. To my supplements. I pay attention to my leafy greens where some of the other, I tend to fall off in the last couple of weeks. I, I tend to not be as aware yeah. Well, you've been dealing with some stuff. I wouldn't be too hard on yourself, honestly. You know, but when you were talking, when you're just talking about, even though you've lost your weight and you have a fat day, I, I, even though, even right now I'm 60 pounds less than what I weighed before. Yeah. I still yeah. feel overweight. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel you. I do. I, I feel, oh my gosh, like I, I'm not buying bigger jeans. I just yeah. spent all that money to buy these. Like I'm, yeah. you know, but yeah. So, well, oh. you're a, you're a massive success story and, and look what you've been through. My goodness. And not only just physically, but the mental weight of that, you talk about how your doctor didn't say to you, what would have happened if you kept on going and didn't know, but you know, but that's gotta be in the back of your mind. And then there's all also, the look what you've been through. It's been a pandemic. Let's go and, you know, with my, you know, celebrate Christmas and let's do this and let's do that. And that's just like, that would be so normal, right? That would be so normal. Yeah. Except I think now, I understand what I've done. Mm-hmm. 
I understand what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and um, I know I'll stop it. I, I, I have, I have stopped it. Yeah. And, and also, so also my, it's not good for my husband. My husband was a type two diabetic. He did basically, he did before I did. And, and it was basically Jane, it was through a doctor here who basically was doing what you were doing. It, mm -hmm. it was very interesting because he, he had a, a bad time when he told his diabetic um, people that he worked with what he was doing they were not very receptive to it yeah. but he lost 95 pounds and wow. went off, wow. off all medication wow good for him um, yeah and it was it's, it was really sort of what you were doing she she monitored him every day well twice a day at the start yeah, um, yeah but but he's also his sugars are getting a little higher now because we're not, we're not get your shit together cindy I, I have on now. Let's see how many days. Four days. I'm with you, girl. I'm with you. Honestly, I'm with you. I think that it's. I don't even know if it's. I don't think it's program fatigue. Now that I'm thinking about it, and I'm listening to Cindy. What it is is like we almost had that luxury of being able to like be in our little bubble and take yeah. care of ourselves and lose all the weight. And now we're opening the bubble and we're like, oh, the things again, here are the things, you know, oh, I can go here situational and change and like, you know, all those things. So it's, I, I hear you. I, I really I think that's what it has been for me. I think, yeah. I think, well, the stress and then now I'm just, I just have to, I have to behave be be more aware again i think the pandemic changed us it's a lot yes. it really messed us up i know even i i've got so much anxiety just uh, going oh. out and going to the grocery store and i want to go out and i want to do these things but i'm mm -hmm. i'm riddled with anxiety like it's it's really mm -hmm. done a number on us yeah. and i think people really underestimate the last couple of oh, years the impact i think that. it's going in our our kids like our young kids and um, yes I've got teens who have no social skills because oh. they've been living in a box for three yeah. years. I have a boy who didn't go to kindergarten uh, in person and that's where you learn all your social skills. So I'm actually a bit nervous about that. I mean, I think that this whole pandemic thing, I, I think you guys are hitting the nail on the head. I think that, you know, we're so we want it to go back to normal so bad that we're almost ignoring what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're not recognizing that we are in situational change and that we are, you know, struggling at times mental health wise and all these different things, you know, because we're just yeah. trying to get back to that norm. But what we need to do is reflect about what we've all gone through and like come up with a new norm. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is a, a new norm. Like, yeah. So I should talk about that for a sec, because for new people, they may not understand the conversation when it comes to maintenance, right? There's only a couple of reasons why that weight's going to come back is not putting the time into maintenance, which you didn't have a hot second to even do without a massive major stress and also situational change. Like if you've lost your weight at home, for example, and then all of a sudden you get a new job or, you know, your routine changes or your life changes and not adapting to that situational change. But if we have kind of PTSD about about it yeah. you know and it's really stressing us out it's hard to adapt and, and work through all that different situational change and the changes you need to make yeah. especially you because it's been it's been major yeah yeah but it's not also not an excuse right I, I mean we can find excuses so well, you got some good right? ones so well, I got it. But, but you you know you have to do the work we can yes, do the work, you right? do. And you've, you have done the work and you have been hugely successful um, in everything that you've been through. What are some tips? We got to get going, but we, we oh, want yeah. to hear your top three tips. Thought, give us some top three well, tips. Well, my top, top tip is do the work. 
just do the work, just do it. Like just, it, it can be hard, but yeah. you know, I, I remember you, I'd always have you in my head and be like, well, if not this, then what are you going to do? And, yeah. and I didn't want to go back to being mad on every single Monday and yeah. being mad at myself and being mad at people around me and being a grouch. And yeah. so do the work and, um, and enjoy it. Yeah. Are you talking to yourself there, Cindy? Well, oh, I did enjoy it. I'm starting to enjoy it. Again. I love it. I love it. Um, and I, I know you're not a huge fan of measurements, but I always did it at the start and the end. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. I think it's a great way of, of measuring you, the changes in your body. Yeah. Especially I, when the scale's not moving. Yeah. And I know my clothes felt better, but to see that I'd lost two inches on my legs, it was like, because I never lost on my legs. Like yeah. I would lose other places. Yes. And now that you're losing in layers all over. Yeah. Love yep. that. Yep. And what was the other thing? I, uh, be proud of yourself. Be oh. proud of what you've done. Yeah. Because it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But you're doing it firstly for you, but that transposes to others. Yeah. It yeah. did for me anyway, yeah. because yeah. I felt better about myself and I was kinder. I, I, I know I was kinder. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, be kind to yourself in your yeah. journey is, is one of my tips. How, you know, kindness can be the ticket to weight loss is just yeah. being really understanding and, and giving yourself grace and really, really recognize what we're going through and what you've been through. You know, I think that's a big one. That's a huge yeah. takeaway. Yep. I think those are, th that's what I, yep. I think that's what I would be the most vocal about. What's your, what's your top tip for downsizing? Cause we're heading into downsizing next week. Well, be in tune. I, I don't find it hard. So, so I don't find it hard. I, f I find it easy. And I, I don't know why I don't know. I recognize when I'm a little hunger, hungry, yep. I, I really get it. I don't, and I can push my food away. Yes. Do you still um, ask the four questions or you find that it's just so second nature? I, I will. It's second nature now, but I think I, I am more likely to ask it during downsizing week. Love it. It Anna? is like nature to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And double down on those four mindfulness questions. I, I like, you know, we're both in the same kind of boat, me and Cindy, and we're both still asking those questions during the downsizing. There's a reason for that, right? Yeah. Like really take that as, as what it is and get, go all in, go push all yourself, in. you know, push yourself to the limit. Like if the first day, you know, you're, you're like pretty satisfied at the end of the day, you know, the next day, push yourself a little harder. Like you would be surprised, you know, you'd be surprised how, how your body reacts to these amazing, you know, changes that you're making. So yeah, push yourself, just do it. And don't get, I mean, so this morning I was like, well, I've done so well all week. I'm going to be down this morning. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> you know but what? I, don't, I know I've done it will happen. Tomorrow I will be. Yes, but, really but, but it was the probably the up before the down. And yes. and so I still do those silly things. Yes. I can't wait to get on that scale. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you have to use the scale as a tool only in a good way. Yes. It's like yes. how you always say, yes. like. Oh, like when you gain weight or like when you, your a scale is up, it doesn't mean that you've gained weight. It means that you're, you know, Ready. there's a million yes. factors for it to be, yes. but when you lose, it's a lose. You almost have to think of that in the scale format too, right? Yes. Like yes. when you're up, 
that doesn't mean that you're up. It just means that you need to keep going. You need yes. to keep going and then eventually you're working on your way down and your body, yeah. you only use it as a tool in, uh, in the good. Where part, I would right? never, ever have done that before this before. program. Yeah. Right? A Monday would come, I'd be up and wait and I'd be, screw this. I am not doing this anymore. I was so good last week and now this, and then I, then that would be it. I think still people are still here in week five and doing that. I see it in the comments. My scale was up. I'm swear I'm doing everything. And I'm like, yeah, but that could, that's like, it's normal for it to go up before it goes down. Yeah. I think some people it's some people just takes a while for them to kind of, their belief system is so deep that if it's up, it's up, you know, and they've ruined everything and it's not going to, well, and then if they believe they ruined it, then they will. And they'll just be like, well, I'm not going to try as hard this, this day because my scale's up anyways. I'm not supporting the body and detox or whatever, but like, that's why I wanted to really underline that, like just support the body and detox, whether keep you're going. in detox or not, yeah. right? Like you want to keep pushing, pushing, pushing and get that momentum yeah. and you're really going to changing, um, changing the verbiage from I'm, I gained weight to yes. oh, my weight. That was a big change for me. Big Love change. That. For me. Yeah. That. Because then I wouldn't say, oh, I've, I, I've gained two pounds today. Yeah. My weight is up. My weight is just yeah. up, which it's can be up. Up. awesome. Good stuff today, ladies. We do have to go. Cindy is right. so nice to chat. Oh, it's so it's so nice I think we're, what, we're cousins. A couple cousins. We are second. Yeah. Our moms are cousins. So I don't know what we are. Second cousins, I guess. Uh, <laughs> once we moved or some silly thing. I don't know. But <laughs> I have some great pictures I should send you of, yes, of your please. grandpa mom so oh i would i would love that if you do yeah. have those please send them i'll try and send i'll try and find them and because i do have some good ones and oh yeah. that would be so great yeah. i would love that all right ladies such all a right. pleasure okay. all right everyone thanks for watching thank have you bye bye, bye. bye.